Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is John chapter 3. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read more about Jesus, we would humbly accept Jesus and his teaching, his way for our lives. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. John chapter 3. Now, there was a man of the Pharisees whose name was Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to him at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one is able to perform these signs that you are performing unless God were with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born from above, he is not able to see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is an old man? He is not able to enter into his mother's womb for a second time and be born, can he? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he is not able to enter into the kingdom of God. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, it is necessary for you to be born from above. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak what we know, and we testify about what we have seen, and you do not accept our testimony. If I tell you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? And no one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, thus it is necessary that the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For in this way God loved the world, so that he gave his one and only Son, in order that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world in order that he should judge the world, but in order that the world should be saved through him. The one who believes in him is not judged, but the one who does not believe has already been judged, because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. For everyone who practices evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds be exposed. But the one who practices the truth comes to the light in order that his deeds may be revealed, that they are done in God. After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into Judean territory, and there he spent time with them and was baptizing. Now John was also baptizing at Anon near Salem, because water was plentiful there. And they were coming and were being baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. So a dispute occurred on the part of John's disciples with a Jew concerning purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, about whom you testified, look, this one is baptizing and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man can receive not one thing unless it is granted to him from heaven. You yourselves testify about me that I said, I am not the Christ, but I am sent before that one. 
The one who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine is complete. It is necessary for that one to increase, but for me to decrease. The one who comes from above is over all. The one who is from the earth is from the earth and speaks from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is over all. What he has seen and heard, this he testifies, and no one accepts his testimony. The one who accepts his testimony has attested that God is true. For the one whom God sent speaks the words of God, for he does not give the Spirit by measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. The one who believes in the Son has eternal life, but the one who disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Nicodemus is a ruler of the Jews. He is an important person, but he wants to know more about Jesus. He comes to Jesus by night. John doesn't say why. People have theorized that he was coming secretly, but John doesn't say that. Maybe it would be better to think of the idea of light and darkness that John already introduced in chapter 1. Nicodemus is in the darkness and is drawn to the light of Jesus, but he doesn't understand or see yet. Nicodemus comes to Jesus because of the signs Jesus was doing. He calls him rabbi, which means teacher, so Jesus proceeds to teach. But he uses figures of speech that Nicodemus is having a hard time understanding. I think if I was Nicodemus, I would be bothered by the way Jesus was talking. Because Jesus is expecting Nicodemus to understand, and he isn't. Nicodemus is used to being a ruler and a teacher. So he can either reject Jesus or humble himself to ask, listen, and ponder. Jesus starts talking about birth, saying, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born from above, he is not able to see the kingdom of God. That from above can also mean again, and people today talk about being born again. Nicodemus focuses on the again idea and is thinking physical birth. So Jesus explains a bit more about this above birth by saying, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born of water and spirit, he is not able to enter into the kingdom of God. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. So Jesus says this above birth is by water and the spirit, not physical. I believe the water is speaking of baptism. The word spirit in Greek is also the word wind or breath. So Jesus plays on that idea by saying, you see the effects of the wind, but you don't see the wind. The same idea is being born of the spirit. You see the effects in the person's life. Nicodemus seems thoroughly confused by this point because he asks a nonspecific question. How can these things be? So Jesus gives him a bit of a rebuke for being a teacher and not understanding. Then Jesus explains his death by giving the picture of it in the book of Numbers, chapter 21, when they put the snake on the pole to look at to be saved. So Jesus will be put on a pole, and everyone who believes, looks at him, will have eternal life. I think Jesus has given the gospel to Nicodemus here. Jesus will die. Everyone who looks at him in faith will have eternal life. We need to be baptized, and God will give us the Holy Spirit. I think verses 16 through 21 are John giving us some extra teaching to better understand the story. Verse 16 may be the most known verse in the Bible. 
For in this way God loved the world, so that he gave his one and only Son, in order that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. John talks about light and darkness again. Jesus is the light that came into the world. We return to the subject of baptism when there's a discussion that takes place when John the Baptist is baptizing fairly close to where Jesus' followers were baptizing. The discussion starts with a dispute concerning purification. Purification was done by washing, so it is connected to the baptism. But the discussion turns to the fact that Jesus is getting more popular than John. This bothers John's disciples. But John says that this is supposed to happen. He says he's just the friend of the bridegroom, like the best man. His joy is seeing the bridegroom get married. He isn't there to steal the bride. The bride would be the people turning to Jesus. I don't know if John knew how apt that illustration actually is. I think verses 31 through the end of the chapter are our author John giving some commentary again, rather than the continued words of John the Baptist. He ties in several themes in the chapter, that Jesus is from above, that God gives the Spirit, and believing faith in Jesus. And now for a deeper dive. Baptism. I think Jesus is clearly talking about baptism when he mentions water to Nicodemus. Many other people look for other explanations because they cannot imagine baptism being tied to entrance into the kingdom. Their main argument against baptism being required is that we are not saved by works, which is true. We are saved by faith. Most people don't have a problem with the Spirit being required for salvation because God gives the Spirit. But who does the work in baptism? The way I read it, no one ever baptized themselves, but they submitted to being baptized. John the Baptist baptized people. Jesus' disciples baptized people. People submitted to baptism. The last verse in this chapter says, The one who believes in the Son has eternal life, but the one who disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. So John is clearly saying that if we believe, have faith, that will result in obedience, because the opposite of faith is disobedience. Not perfect obedience, but a willingness to submit to Jesus. Humbly submit, which includes submitting to baptism. And that humble attitude is another theme in this chapter. John the Baptist was humble, realizing his place was to prepare for the wedding, not to try to take the bride. Nicodemus also had to learn humility, even though he was a ruler and teacher. So, are we humbly submitting to Jesus? If we truly have the Spirit, it will show up in the way we live our lives. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.